Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Oh my god, the first week of February is over. It has come. We are like, (laughs) February is such a short month that we're almost halfway through the month. I haven't sat down and been able to do a podcast since New Year's Eve because my January was so back to back to back to back with trips and working. I didn't have time to myself to sit down and work on my goals and work on the pod. But over the last couple of days, I've been able to kind of schedule some stuff for the upcoming months. And I'm so excited to be sitting down here and we're going to catch up. We are going to catch up. We're going to talk about the last month, what's been going on, how me and my boyfriend are. Valentine's Day is on the horizon. It is a week away. We're going to get into a bit about that today. And also, we're going to talk about moving in with a new partner. How soon is too soon? How not soon is, you know, where I'm getting at that. And how basically to make space with your partner in a smaller place. Because holy shit, is the rental market and the buyer's market crazy right now? Sometimes you got to make do with a tiny little space. So, oh my God. Happy 2024 and welcome back to another episode of Welcome to Mars. Let's go. motivated lately and I know that my motivation has been lacking so much lately but like I feel like that's kind of what happens a little bit in the first like little bit of your relationship because you're in the honeymoon phase and you're spending every waking moment together and I just feel like you're I don't know if this is just me but your priorities kind of they they get a little skewed for the first little bit in a relationship because you just want to spend every waking moment together. You want to fucking just be nonstop with that person beside them, on top of them, inside of them. Like I just feel like you're just, you're all so lovey-dovey and anything else doesn't matter. But listen here. We have so much to catch up on. Like, I feel like I have a lot of things that I want to talk about today. I feel like we've got to catch up. So the last time we spoke, it was New Year's Eve and we were getting ready to celebrate and we were so on the fence with what we wanted to do with New Year's Eve. And like my friend group, everybody was doing something different. And for the most part, everyone was kind of staying in because I think as you get older New Year's Eve isn't I love New Year's Eve like New Year's Eve is my favorite day because you know you're starting a new year and like there's so much to get excited for and 
I feel like as you get older, your desire to like go out and be in bars is just, it's not there. It's not it. You know, it takes an hour to get a cab. Drinks are obviously more expensive. You pay cover to get into your local bar that you go to all the time for free. And it just adds up. And like for what? For you to have like a crazy hangover and be have less money the next day. It's just, I don't know. I feel like it's overhyped now. I mean, and I think that's just as I've gotten older. And I was so okay with having a chill New Year's Eve. We went for dinner, my boyfriend and I. And we kept it so casual. Like we went for dinner early. Like we went just down, like there's a, we went to Bridget Bar if you're from Calgary and it's not far from my house. So we honestly just, we went to go walk and it started pouring rain on New Year's Eve. So we were like, okay, like it literally is only a few blocks from my house too. So we ended up just taking an Uber. It's just so weird that it was pouring rain here in Calgary on New Year's Eve. So we ended up going for such an early dinner. I had went out and bought us a bottle of champagne before um, the night, obviously. And then we were home before midnight and we were just chilling. We had a few cocktails um, at Bridget Bar. And then we got home right before midnight and then we popped a bottle of champagne. And it's really nice because... I'm on the 19th floor in my apartment building and we could see the fireworks coming from like all sorts of places downtown and it was so nice because it was also I mean it was raining yes but obviously my body was covered and it was like a warmer night and so we ended up just standing outside and we both had our glass of champagne and we were watching the fireworks and it was just like the perfect way to celebrate new year's with someone that I am just so absolutely in love with and it was really sweet because new year's was about our four I thought we were at our six months, but we're actually technically only at five now. I thought it was six, but it was what we were at our four month mark, essentially. And he said, I love you. And I literally started bawling like a fucking baby. No joke. I had to ask him to repeat what he just said. I was like, what did you just say to me? And he was like, I love you. And I was like, oh my God, just crying like a fucking child. And I couldn't believe it. It was just like the perfect way to ring in 2024. And I couldn't have asked for a better New Year's Eve. Considering my New Year's Eve prior was the worst New Year's Eve of my life. So when you're kind of, I feel like having a good New Year's Eve like that is kind of just like, you know, you're gonna have a good year. Like, (laughs) this is your year. And I feel like I've been saying this is my year for like, for like five to seven years. I've been convinced it's gonna be my year. But you know what? I'm happy. I'm healthy. Things are so good in my relationship. And it's crazy to like, just think back and just be like, wow, like, here we are 2024. And life is good. And January was off to a busy start. Like, I worked quite a bit, right? Like, every day, I swear, I only had maybe one or two days off a week, if that. I think it was looking averaging at like one day a week. And my best friend got married in the Dominican. So essentially, I worked right up until that trip. And then the weather, Canada just got hit with so much weather. So right before the trip, it got a little crazy. And by it got a little crazy, I just mean 
Canada was having crazy weather everywhere. Like it's like winter came into full effect, of course, the day before I was supposed to fly to the Dominican. And like flights were canceling like crazy. And me and my girlfriend, Gina. So Gina was actually driving home from the States. And I was texting her. I was like, oh my God, like it looks like everything to Toronto is canceling. Like we should probably try and get to Toronto as soon as possible. And she, okay, the start to this freaking vacation was wild. So I was supposed to work until five o'clock in the morning on Saturday, like morning. And we weren't supposed to fly to the Dominican until midnight that night. So Sunday morning. And because the weather was just getting so crazy, everything was canceled. Toronto, there was one flight we managed to kind of switch our flights, but it was an 11 a.m. departure. Now, I just worked until five o'clock in the morning and she still wasn't back from the States and we share each other's location. So I was like monitoring her location and I got home from work and I was like, okay, I have time to take like an hour nap. I'm one of those people that I need to be at the airport three fucking hours early I don't care if it's domestic I don't care if it's a weekday and my flight is at night like I'm at that airport three hours early because I don't know what security is like I hate waiting in lines if I'm going to the states you don't know what customs is going to be like and I just get so stressed out and I wasn't even checking a bag and I was like oh my god I need to be at the airport right away so our flight was at 11 and I ended up making my boyfriend drive me at about I think we left the house at 8.30 because I was running a little bit behind because that nap kind of screwed me. So we left around 8.30. I was still at the airport by 9, which is, I mean, it's two hours, but I was a little stressed about that. And I got there and security was empty. So I was like, okay, silver lining, even though I'm only two hours, security's dead. And I went through security and I was in through security and no joke, probably two minutes. As I'm driving to the airport, I'm literally looking at Gina's location and she's still at her apartment. Like she finally arrived and I was like watching her location while I was getting ready. I swear it was like 730 in the morning. I was like trying to do my hair and makeup and I'm looking at her location and she's still not home. And I was like, oh my God, she's not going to make this flight. And if she doesn't make this flight, she's not going to get to Punta Cana because everything else to Toronto is canceled and or canceling. And I was so stressed. She's like texting me. She's like, I'm stressed. What if I don't get there in time? And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm on my way to the airport. Like, I, I like, I wasn't trying to be mean, but I was like, I, I'm going whether or not you make it or not. So I get to the airport at nine o'clock and then I finally see that she's on her way when I get through security. So she shows up about 25 to 30 minutes later and I'm sitting at Chili's like having my pre-flight drink. And she's walking up. Now, we were bridesmaids in the wedding. So I had my bridesmaid dress on a hanger. But she was bringing me a bag for the dress because I didn't have one. So I'm sitting at Chili's and she's walking up. And like she's all excited. She looks so cute. She's eating her little Tammy's breakfast sandwich. And I was like, oh, where is the um, dress bag? Like, do you have it in your carry-on? And she's like, oh, my God. No, because I don't even have my bridesmaid dress. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, we have to board our flight. So it's now 930. We're boarding in about half hour. I was like, well, we're boarding soon. So like, so she had to call her boyfriend and he had to bring her her dress. Like it granted it was in the car. She just like left and got out of the car so quick. She left the dress. So he came back. She made it through. We were able to still like kind of slam our drink and then get to our uh, boarding time. So we get on our plane and another girlfriend of I ours and her husband 
were trying to fly out their flight got canceled so they were like texting us being like oh my god we don't know what to do like we see you guys are on the plane like how like what's like what should we do so Gina and I were like pushing back and we're like sourcing flights and we're like okay because they were in Edmonton we're like okay it looks it does look like everything in Edmonton is canceled because it was like minus 50 in Edmonton and it's like okay maybe it wasn't minus 50 but it was like getting to the point where planes actually can't de-ice if it gets to a certain temperature they can't de-ice and they can't go so stuff gets canceled and there was a porter flight that was showing leaving to Toronto about an hour and a half after ours and we were like why don't you guys try and get to the airport and like hop on that porter flight because as of right now that one's not canceled maybe you guys can get to Toronto and then meet us at the airport or whatever our hotel because we hadn't we had to do this all like we planned to leave 12 hours later so now we're scrambling because we had to get to the airport thank god I packed like a week before because I was like I want to be ready I want to be able to just wake up and just go to the airport so finally they do that they get on the porter flight so Gina and I land in Toronto at I want to say like 6 p.m or something along those lines by the time we book a hotel and you know get our bearings sorted we hop on the shuttle go to our hotel check into our room it was like perfect because it was only like a hundred and something dollars and it was kind it actually was kind of better to do it this way because I mean I hate flying to begin with so we were going to take a red eye to Toronto and then have a two-hour layover and then hop to Punta Cana like we would have been so exhausted because I find it so hard to sleep on planes so we get to Toronto at 6 p.m and we have a nice hotel we had a king-size bed our room was cute and then there was like a really cute restaurant downstairs in the lobby and the food actually at the restaurant bar was so good so we actually were so happy we're like hey like this was such a good decision we ended up getting a bottle of wine and we ordered some appies the food was delicious and then our other two friends ended up actually coming to our hotel and meeting us so the trip was just off to just such a oh like a go 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 oh my god are we gonna get on is this gonna cancel like right away and the couple that we met um at the restaurant like our hotel they had a later flight to Punta Cana the next day so they ended up managing getting on our flight so it all worked out but the chaos of just trying to get to fucking Punta Cana during a winter storm was so crazy considering we were also trying to like talk to Tamara and we're like oh my god like our stuff is getting canceled like we don't know what we're gonna do like this was obviously before we ended up getting on a earlier flight and she's like yeah like five people also are stuck like a couple of her other friends got canceled they had to go on like a scenic route the one couple had to go like from Vic I swear it was like from Nanaimo to Calgary their flight got canceled so they had to go back to Vancouver to go to Atlanta then Salt Lake City or vice versa and then to Punta Cana so we all it wasn't just us so like we kind of felt a little bit better about that we were like hey everyone's kind of in the same boat like we're, we're all we're all there we all got there that's all that mattered and as soon as we got there like it was just kind of like a breath of fresh air it's all good we get there and it was just so hot we breezed through like the customs in Punta Cana and then we got into her we had like a private car it was like part of our package for the resort we were staying at so we get in our car and get to the resort and the sun was still shining so we were able to get into our bathing suits and like 
the whole entire like wedding party and like everyone who was there for the wedding were down at the pool and it was so nice to meet everyone and just like it was the perfect timing to go to Punta Cana um, because the weather hit like minus 45 here in Calgary and my boyfriend watched the dogs for me. My dogs don't walk if it hits like like today's like minus five and like I'll take them outside with their coats on and Harvey just stares at me like I don't want to be out here bitch like take me inside like they're like borderline cat dogs and like all they do is sleep Harvey's sleeping right now Rocky's sleeping right now like it's kind of nice to have chill little doggos but like I also do wish that they would walk and we could take them out but like anyways it was minus 40 I mean I don't blame I don't want to be outside when it's minus 40 so anyways we're in Punta Cana anyways. We made the party. Everything's good. The first day's chill. The next day. And then so everything after that was like go, go, go. So the next day after that, we did our the bachelorette party. So we rented a boat and we all like all the girls went out and like <laughs> I got so drunk on the boat that I don't even remember getting off the boat. And we were like doing shots of like moonshine and like drinking these weird drinks that they had on the boat and then I got back to the room and Gina was getting ready to go for dinner and I was like I literally missed wait a second I yeah so sorry the day we got there it was chill we had the welcome party I I missed that it was really nice we had like an all-white party it was really fun but yeah we get back from the boat at like 6 p.m or something along those lines and I pass out like I was dead 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 like I was like I'm gonna take a quick nap like I'll come and meet you guys for dinner after that's at 6 p.m. I texted my boyfriend I was like I'm so drunk I'm just gonna take a quick nap I napped for six hours I woke up because Gina came home from dinner and whatever they went to like do a little dancing after at midnight and she like when at this resort when you open up the doors the lights all turn on like it was all censored which again was kind of cool because like if you're a drunk idiot and you like get up to go pee in the morning like stuff turns on so you can see which is really cool But she comes home and she's like, I asked you if you wanted to come and you were like, no, let me sleep. So like I obviously needed it since we had like such a crazy day of travel the day before and like just lack of sleep over the the prior days. And I woke up and texted my boyfriend at midnight. I was like, I am so sorry. I have been dead. I slept. And he's like, yeah, I'm not surprised. Like not only that, I'm so famous for always getting a sunburn and just like drinking too much. It's just the way of the game when you go on an all inclusive trip. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. And then the next day was like the chill day before, you know, the wedding. So like we kind of took it easy. Like we had an early night, only had like a few drinks at nighttime with dinner. But 
I got so freaking sick. Now, full disclosure, I thought I had food poisoning. Now, I'm not a puker. I, I've mentioned this probably a hundred times on the podcast. Like, I don't puke. I refuse. But everything was coming out the other way and I thought I was going to die. I was like, something is not right. Like, I'm so sick. Like, just my stomach was not happy with me. So I was like given modium and like I was taking all these nausea pills and I was just like, I'm going to die. Like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I drank the water by accident, but something was wrong. Full blown, like just so ill. So whatever. I try and rally still. I'm like hoping the modium kicks in and settles my stomach. The morning we wake up, it's the wedding. It's wedding day. And of course, because we're bridesmaids, we have to be at the room for 11. We've got hair and makeup. Like we've got all day to like get ready. Like we had to be at the room for 11. Hair and makeup was at like one. So then the photographer comes at four. So like it's just like all the girls are drinking champagne. And I have my my little glass of champagne that I ended up nursing for probably four hours. My stomach was so ill that my girlfriend that I was I have been friends with forever she like had to text me later in the day she came to the room to like help us like take pictures and stuff because the photographer ended up being really late so I'm like nursing my one glass of champagne I go and get my hair done and all the girls are drinking champagne and I'm just sitting there with my one glass the one girl Kate looks at me she's like are you okay like you, you've had about one sip and I'm like this is the same glass of champagne I've been drinking for like fucking four hours like I am on the struggle bus Gina ends up giving me all these nausea pills like these different kinds because she's a nurse and I'm like okay something's gotta fucking help me finally one of these pills kick in and my stomach settles and I was like oh my god could you imagine if I was gonna be like this during the whole wedding like I just would have been so uncomfortable and it would have just been the hardest to rally but obviously you got to do it because you're in the freaking wedding so whatever hair and makeup gets done we get some of the cutest pictures actually on our cell phones like some of them are so adorable and the photographer ends up being late and you know like the wedding's at five o'clock the photographer shows up at like 4 20 and we're like trying to like hurry and get these pictures and poor Tamara is getting so annoyed like it just it was just and you're trying to get candid photos but you know when you do destination weddings for those of you who have done a destination wedding or for those of you who have gotten married in a destination those photographers are trying to get you to like pose and do this and turn this way it's like when I get married I want you to just click 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 and then when I tell you okay I want a girl's photo I want to do this I want this photo you listen to me these are my fucking wedding photos and you're gonna do as I ask I don't want these ones that you're telling me to like you know put your hand on your knee and turn slowly and look into the abyss like no I'm gonna tell you what I want because this is my wedding and these are my forever fucking photos so it was all (laughs) she was getting so annoyed it was all good it was time to do the wedding the wind was not in our favor let me tell you it was the windiest day in the Dominican that day and all the girls were like we're getting updos because like we're not dealing with like you know the wind and I was like I'm not an updo hair girly so I ended up doing like half up half down because I have hair extensions and so like the humidity would like kind of make my hair go all fluffy so I like did like a really tight 
pinned back. I had about 700 bobby pins in my hair. It was actually really funny because when I showed her what I wanted, she like did this cute little spiral thing in the back and like pinned it all together. But because I have such thick hair, she was like, I'm going to pin these up. Like I'm going to ultra hairspray and then I'm going to roll them and then we're going to pin them. And then when you get back to the room, that's when you can take the pins out and let your hair fall because the humidity, she's like, if I just curl it and you walk back to the room, your hair's going to be flat by the time you are ready to walk, like, you know, walk down. So she pins my hair and like, I'm not joking. I had a hundred bobby pins in my hair, but she did these tight, 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 tight little curls, ultra hairsprayed them and then rolled them up and then used a bobby pin and pinned it. My hair looked like Princess Leia. So I had so many curls that were pinned on like the left and the right side of my head. And I was like, oh my God, like I can't walk back to the room looking like this. Like people are going to be like, that's the hairstyle that that girl chose. So I'm like, whatever, no, it's fine. Cause obviously I wanted like the cute, like tight wavy curls. So I'm walking back to like, go get ready and get the dress on and all that stuff. And this girl walks by me and she's like, oh my God, love your hair. And I looked at her, I was like, it's not done yet. Like full blown, like Princess Leia hair. I will post the picture to release the podcast episode so you guys can see exactly what I'm talking about. But th- It was so funny, but it was not. Anyways, wedding was absolutely beautiful. But like I said, the wind was not in our favor and it was just so magical. Everyone looked so good. The groom's party looked amazing. All the gentlemen looked so good in their like light blue suits. All us girls looked so good. Everyone looked stunning and it was just classic me if you look at freaking pictures and videos from Ben's wedding I'm bawling my eyes out I just find weddings just so beautiful and just like to see the love between two people come together it was just honestly such a magical time and it was just so amazing to stand up there with one of my best friends and I couldn't imagine not being there for her and we had such a great outcome and it was nice to like reconnect with old friends and meet new friends and the dance and the party after were so good and like everyone was so happy and then we went to the disco after and everyone did like an outfit change but we like did an outfit change essentially like where we all kind of wore like bright colors like Gina wore like this lime green dress and she was like neon and like shining in the club and I had a neon orange one on it was just so fun Tamara you look she looked stunning she did an outfit change for the party after and both of her dresses were amazing Gary looked great everyone was just it was such an amazing trip but after the wedding a few more people got like super super sick so two people ended up like kind of going to the hospital just from food poisoning and like you know it's not you're mixing in dehydration nobody's really drinking water so it was kind of shitty that a few people got super sick but all in all the trip was absolutely amazing would I go back to Punta Cana probably not I just think that it's so far especially like living in Calgary like our flight home was eight hours long and I was like oh god like for eight hours I could be in Europe like it was pretty pricey trip too for five nights but yeah I just wouldn't go back like Punta Cana resembles to me in my opinion like Cancun the beaches are white the ocean is blue Cancun's a little bit closer but it's not that much closer I'm more of like a Puerto Vallarta girly but yeah all in all it was such a good trip 
And that was just like the beginning of January. <laughs> Literally, I get home from Punta Cana at like six o'clock on Friday afternoon, okay? Me and my boyfriend are scheduled to fly home to go see my mom in in my family in Ontario Sunday at seven o'clock in the morning. So not only do I get home, I like get home, unpack my bag just to repack it because in theory I was going to just fly to Toronto from the Dominican but I had only like bikinis and like cover-ups and stuff like that so I was like hey I need to fly to Calgary so then this is also my mine and my boyfriend's first trip so I'm like okay I'll come home do the quick turnaround and then I can get the dogs like settled with the pet sitter so I get home unpack pack my bag back up and I'm trying to like secretly pack because my dogs just get such anxiety when I like pull out the suitcase because they just know but I have such an amazing dog sitter so it's just like I I know that they're in good hands I know they're going to be stressed for like the first 20 minutes when I leave but then they just chill so I'm like secretly packing my bag and I'm like I take the suitcase and I just like leave it empty on the floor and I would like give them like one of their like chew treats and I like would quickly like grab all my stuff and like go and place it in the bag and I'm like okay I am packed I just can't however close the bag yet because then they're gonna really freak out So whatever, like quick turnaround. My boyfriend works until like 1 a.m. like Sunday morning technically because he worked Saturday night and then he gets home and only gets to have like a quick power nap himself because then we have to get up and like go and get to the airport by like five o'clock in the morning because here I am wanting to go to Chili's and get my pre-flight drink. So whatever, me and my boyfriend both are not great flyers. So this is our first time flying together. And I'm just like, okay, like, I don't know what to expect. I don't know how he's going to be on the flight. Like, he's so tired. So we get on the plane and like, I'm sitting in the window. He's in the middle and he's such a tall guy. And I felt so bad, but he didn't want to sit in the window. So I was like, hey, he's like stressed out when we're taking off. And I've gotten so like as much as a bad flyer that I am, I've learned to like, accept it I guess so I'm like sitting there like watching the plane take off and I'm just like okay like we're on our way we'll be in Ontario in three hours like it's such a quick flight three hours go by he like watched a movie the whole time even though he had like an hour of sleep the poor guy I was like try and sleep try and sleep he's like no I can't sleep on a plane his anxiety just sets in and so finally we're like landing in Toronto and I'm like oh my god look you can see Toronto like you see the city you can see downtown he's like nope I can't look out the window like do you want me to fucking film it and I was like nope I sure don't so anyways we get to Toronto all is good we get our rental car and drive to go see my mom and like the poor guy like we had a family dinner the Sunday night so my brother and his girlfriend came over and like we did like a cute little charcuterie like drinking and Paul's so tired and he's just trying to rally and like he slept obviously like we went to bed really early that night because the next day we were going to the states and like whenever I go home with my mom we always cross the border because my mom lives super close to the border so we go across to Niagara Falls New York and like Buffalo and like do the Target haul and go to Trader Joe's and go to Home Goods like do all that stuff that we don't have here and I wish oh my god I sure wish we had Trader Joe's everyone at work always like chirps me because I always talk about Trader Joe's and I talk about Target and talk about all my shopping in the states and they're like at this point you're freaking American and I was like listen sometimes I wish I was America's got a lot of good things going on for them they've got chick-fil-a we had jersey mics when we were at in buffalo and i've never even heard of jersey mics and this when i tell you this is the best fucking sub i've ever had in my entire life oh it was good 
So we ended up, we were home for about three nights. And it was just amazing. My boyfriend hit it off with my family. My family really loves him. And it was just such a good trip. And it was just, it's been, like I said, January's just been a lot. And we came back and it was just like back to work a couple days later. And just like trying to like reset after like a heavy week of drinking and an all-inclusive and then going away and drinking a bunch of wine with your mom and like family and just it's just a lot and I feel like January just went by like that like snapped my fingers January was over and here we are sitting in February already like fuck before we know it it's gonna be March and then my birthday is in April like how is 2024 already flying by it's so crazy but it's also just means we're one more step one more month closer to fucking winter being over and with that being said in other news for the alimars me and my boyfriend have decided we are going to live together which is a big step and not only is it a big step it's like such an exciting step and we like weighed the pros and cons between my place and his place like the big con a lot like for his is it's not pet friendly and it's obviously like I'm in my place till October and he's currently in a like non-lease right now so it just makes sense for him to move in here so within the next month or so he's gonna move in here now I have a very tiny apartment and we've been making it work already for a month like he sleeps here every day he helps me with my dogs which is literally huge like the the dogs have had such amazing care over the last couple of months that it's just such a breath of fresh air like I hate leaving them when I go to work and but like I said it's a smaller apartment so I've been doing like so much research and I'm here to help you if you're in the same boat, like given what the freaking rental market is here in Calgary and even the buyer's market, like people are living in small places. Like just people can't afford things. And we obviously want a bigger place, which is exactly what we're going to be doing once my lease is up. But for the meantime, for six months, we had a conversation and we were like, Kate, like, look, like we're already doing this now. We're kind of, you know, making this tiny apartment work for now. It's going to save us both so much money a month and we're going to take that money and put it aside. That way we can get a bigger place. And I feel like there's a lot of things that you kind of have to navigate when you are living with a partner in a smaller space. And I feel like people in New York City do this and people in L.A. probably do this because obviously those are two of the most expensive places to live in America. And you just got to kind of find your groove. Now, it when time comes when either of us want alone time it's nice that I have a bedroom with a tv and you know I have my laptop and if I need like my personal time it's nice that you I can go into my room and have it and I feel like that's kind of one of the ground rules you have to set when you're moving in with a partner like you each need you are both entitled to alone time and it's not like he can just pack up and go to his place once he moves in here you gotta kind of establish that like hey I'm feeling like I need just like some alone time. I'm going to go sit in the bedroom or vice versa. Like, are you okay to watch TV in the like in the bedroom? I'm going to sit out here and just kind of have an hour to myself. So it's nice to kind of like set those kind of rules because it's going to help you in the long run. I feel like another thing that you kind of have to like 
compromise or like you know establish when you move in together into a smaller space is you have to get rid of like shit you don't need so I've already started like putting stuff up on marketplace because I'm like hey if we're gonna live in this tiny 600 square foot apartment then I need to start kind of getting rid of things I don't use and I'm trying to like clean out my closet to like make space for stuff for him to put in the closet and then you know, just other things that I don't need. And we already had a conversation about the couch. I was like, well, what are you going to do with your couches? He's like, well, my couches are like, you know, I'm ready to get rid of them. And I was like, well, I want to get rid of my couch. Why don't we both get rid of our couches? And then we can get like a cute little sectional and like maybe a sectional with storage because now we're going into such a smaller space. So now on top of getting rid of like shit you don't need, you also need to have like you have to learn how to live in a smaller space with a bunch of shit. He's got a ton of clothes. He's got pots and pans and cups out the wahoo. So now it's like, okay, we're going to have to come to a middle ground and each get rid of half of my, you know, half, you get rid of half of your cups. I'll get rid of half my cups or I'll get rid of my cups because not going to lie. I've got a lot of mixed fucking match stupid fucking cups. I could probably toss all those and we could have a nice set of cups. Like it's just like things like that. When you move into a small space, you have to like you got to fucking do. You got to get rid of shit. You got to minimalize. You got to make space. I don't have a storage unit. So it's like, OK, what are we going to do with, you know, all your things and like your other things that, you know, you're not going to want to get rid of. So you really, really, really have to get rid of shit to make room essentially for other shit. And like the storage thing is huge. You really need to make do with your space and getting extra storage so that's why when I was like okay like we should get a different couch and like one of those ones that does have the top that comes up and then you can store stuff in there like my little mini 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 like closet that I keep all of my towels and blankets and stuff that shit's like overflowing do I need 17 duvet covers and 45 mixed match pillowcases probably not so I've also started trying to get rid of that shit I did a huge garbage bag of random shit that was in my closet that I just tossed I was like I'm getting rid of this like fuck it let's move on from that so we can get your shit and like getting organized like on top of that getting rid of shit you need to get organized um in in the sense where if you looked under my sink in the bathroom you'd be like okay bitch it's time for that to go there's a bunch of stuff under there that's got to go in the garbage I've got little storage like shelving like pull out things in under the sink that it's like I don't even know what's in them so it's time to just purge and fucking start fresh it's like super exciting when you're starting to think of this and I'm actually I'm not gonna lie I am excited to get rid of crap because I'm not gonna lie I I got a lot of crap Another one of the things I think is the most important I think when you move in with someone into the smaller space is like you need to learn how to be patient. Patience is a virtue people and of course you guys are gonna do things that fucking probably will drive each other crazy. My boyfriend goes through a lot of fucking cups. Every morning I wake up he's got a cup on the counter so I like will either wash it I'll come out and there's fucking three more cups or there's 19 cups in the sink but you gotta be patient if that's the thing that he's gonna do to bother me I feel like I'm really freaking lucky but you got to be patient and if you need to take space and sitting in the bedroom isn't enough go for a walk you know if you're feeling overcrowded there are ways to feel less crowded and it means you can go outside for a walk and I I I'm lucky in that aspect because I have dogs and if I'm feeling a little overwhelmed one day 
hopefully it's not minus 40 outside I'm gonna take the dogs out for a walk and I feel like that these are just like little things I think that will help you if you are going through something similar like this and to finalize it all you know when in doubt just talk to each other fucking communicate you're not gonna read each other's fucking minds if something's bother you don't sit there and be quiet talk about it calmly and respectfully like just fucking don't blow up at each other you need to learn how to communicate I feel like those are just like the biggest things that I'm taking away going into moving into the smaller space like I said we've already been pretty much doing it for the last month he's been here every day and that's what kind of prompted the move in conversation because I was like hey you're paying for a place that you're never at so like maybe like maybe it's time we paid one rental bill (laughs) now to wrap this episode up I want to just talk a little bit about Valentine's Day but we're not going to get into Valentine's Day too much on this episode because next week I'll be joined with my girlfriend Mila from One Condoms and we have such an exciting episode planned and a bit of it is going to tie into Valentine's Day and we want to kind of discuss like date ideas and all sorts of things that you can do on Valentine's Day if you're single or not. So I don't want to touch too much onto it. I feel like I've said this once, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. There shouldn't just be one day a month out of the year that you celebrate your love for each other. Whether you're in a relationship or you're single on Valentine's Day, it's okay to be single on Valentine's Day. I feel like that's one of the biggest misconceptions about fucking Valentine's Day is it's so couple-based, but it, it shouldn't be like I feel like you should love yourself too and my advice to those who are single on Valentine's Day I think it should be a day again like I said you shouldn't have to just do this once one day a year but take a day to yourself I know if I was single and I used to hate Valentine's Day and I used to chirp it because I was just such a miserable Valentine Grinch that I'd never wanted to see people be happy and show their love because again you should do it more than once but I think that if you're a single going into Valentine's Day I think you need to treat yourself and I think that's the mood we're going to do going into 2024 is you need to treat yourself now I know you know a lot of people lately you know money's tight people are struggling but like I think it's still okay to take time to yourself and treating yourself doesn't mean that you have to go out and get your nails done and go and get a perm do people still get perms I don't even know if that was the right way to go with that go get your hair done you know like you don't need to spend money to go and treat yourself it's the little things like okay I mean I guess you could still spend a little bit of money but like even treating yourself to like a six dollar latte that you don't usually go and buy for yourself like that's still treating yourself or treating yourself to you know like putting on a cute outfit and taking pictures of yourself like Little things like that you can do on Valentine's Day as a single person. And I think that is just such an overrated Hallmark holiday, if that's even the right. Is it a Hallmark holiday? Either way, it shouldn't just be about relationships on Valentine's Day. So bitches, gentlemen, if you are listening, treat yourself. Go out and get yourself a cute latte. Go out and snap that photo of yourself And just do something that makes you feel good about yourself. And for couples, I do think that Valentine's Day, you know, it is, yes, it's it's cute, sure. But guys, girls don't want 
chocolates and flowers. I feel like that's also overdone. Something meaningful and thoughtful is better than just going to your local grocery store and grabbing the $12.99 roses and a box of Lindor chocolates that are shaped in a heart. Girls want more than that. I would rather have something that you fucking even crafted, like taking the time to print out a photo and put it in a frame. That's more thoughtful to me or even... (laughs) This is a little cliche, but like I think the idea of like little coupon books are so cute, but not ones that you buy. Put the thought into it and like do something that your partner likes. You know, I'm a big foot massage girl. So if my boyfriend was like, here's a little cute coupon for like a 10 minute foot massage and you choose when, like I think little things like that are more meaningful and important on Valentine's Day. So that's just my two cents when it comes to Valentine's Day. And I mean, you can take it or you can leave it or you can do whatever you want with it. But that's just how I feel. And that's what mood I am going into 2024 Valentine's Day in. But again, I am, oh, all those lights in that building just turned off at the same time. That was really cool. I'm sitting on my floor again like I always am. And I just, I'm so much comfier here. And I took all that time to build that little office. And I'm just loving my little floor area. Anyways, this has been a good long episode and I hope you've made it through to the end. Oh my god, those lights are are going on now. That's really interesting. If you made it to the end of the episode, I appreciate you still. If you still support my podcast and if you still love listening to me, blah, 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 and Yamron, give me a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify. I am just missing this and I feel like this is the first episode that I've actually been able to like sit here and just ramble and ramble and ramble but I've had so many good thoughts I think and I just love hopping back on here after a while actually because I do feel like I have more to talk about anyways we're gonna go because I am making TikTok pasta tonight but I'm gonna add my own little spin on it and I'm gonna throw some veggies in so I will report back and let you know how that turns out I will see you guys actually next week because we're releasing a Valentine's episode um, with Mila. One condoms. We're going to have a really cute promotion with my name for some condoms. They've got a lot of exciting, exciting things coming down the pipe. So I'm really excited to talk about that. So this will be a dual episode months and I'm really looking forward to it considering I didn't get an episode in, in January and I know you all missed me so much. Okay, you guys, have a safe and sexy month because, again, you know, as much as I chirp it, February is love month. Love yourself and love one another. Stay safe and we will chat next week. Bye. to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness then check out the natural man podcast join me host mike c as we explore all areas of human wellness physical mental and emotional 
Learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health. Remember, your doctor works for you. Learn biohacks, neurohacks, ways to improve sleep, and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain app, and at naturalmanpodcast.com. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at averyrich.com.